Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I have great news for you, Jordan. <gasps> My favorite kind of news. I'm instituting a new policy. Mm-hmm. It's congratulations to a listener okay. at the top of the show. I'd like to give a congratulations to a listener named Joshua. Okay. Uh, who's on Twitter at Aussie, Aussie Paw one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua tweeted, I took Dr. Fauci's advice and took a little walk. I found a cool stick as a reward. And there's a photograph of Joshua. He is indeed holding a stick. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations, Joshua. And hey, here's a little tip. If that stick is shaped like a Y, simply hold the two ends, uh, Mm -hmm. stick it out in front of you, find yourself a water source, dig a well. Yeah, douse it up, Joshua. Douse How come it. you're not already dousing in douse this picture? It, douse it, baby. Jordan, would you say that sometimes when you see someone holding a forked stick uh-huh. who isn't dousing, does it feel like a missed opportunity to you, or would you would you characterize it more as an embarrassment or shame? I mean, all of the above, D. All yeah. of the above, my friend. Um, I mean, this is this is what my dad said to me. Before he got on that train, mm-hmm. my father had had three beliefs. Right, number eatin one, it, eating ain't cheating. Number two, ask gas or grass. Nobody rides for free. <laughs> and number three, you gotta douse it, baby. Douse it. Yeah. In hindsight, my father may have been insane. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have seen so many people out there holding forked sticks. Yeah, and they are surrounded by dry wells. Yeah. And I'm like, you have the stick? Douse it, baby! Just hold it out in front of you, and the the well will call to you. I'm a well. Dig into my wetness. Use me for your crops. (laughs) Do your sheep need to drink? (laughs) Man, some people are so fucking stupid, huh, Jesse? God, there's... Fucking morons, fucking, right? I fucking hate these stupid people. God, these fucking dumb. idiots out here. Uh, these duh. fucking concrete-brained dipshits. Duh. Fucking can't even get it through. Oh, I got a fucking, I got a fork stick over here, but I'm not. Oh, guess what? Oh. I'm not gonna do. Fucking use it for dowsing. Oh, I'm a little baby, and I hate to use a fork stick to find water. I guess I'll go home and stare at my phone. Oh, oh I love my, my phone. dry phone. I dropped it in the toilet, but there was no water in there. All right, hold on. I don't know. I don't so know. I we... guess it saved my phone. <laughs> Can we? Listen, Jesse. Yes, these people are stupid, but they're not babies. Let's not insult them further by doing the baby voice. Who, me? I'm a baby farmer. All right. I need to find water in my farm. You know, I'm 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 more on board now because I'm picturing a baby in little overalls and a cowboy hat holding a little pitchfork, so I also have a stalk of wheat sticking out of my toothless <laughs> mouth. I'm the backbone of this country. You are I'm a baby the real farmer. America. <laughs> Not like those coastal oedists. <laughs> okay, hold on, baby. You're, you're getting into some dodgy territory. 
Well, I'm tired of ivory towered twits <laughs> telling me what I can and can't be canceled oh, for. Boy. Jesse, cut the baby's mic before he starts talking about <laughs> Q drops. <laughs> Jesse, you have access to the baby's mic, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Cut it. Cut I it. Cut the- I don't have a I don't have uh, access to the board, uh, but I do have access to the baby's cough button. So I'll just hold that down for the rest of the okay. show. Actually, he's texting me something. Uh, he's really mad about <laughs> Whittle Nas X. <laughs> yeah. Something about Whittle Nas X is making him mad. Yeah, I don't know. It's complicated. <laughs> do you mind if I introduce our guest here? Is it? It's is it? Is it the baby? Because I think we've established <laughs> that his his politics don't align with ours. <laughs> took the wed pill jesse oh my gosh get it get him out of here sorry my finger slipped for a second did he say the right kind of pill because no it was let's like let's not even let's not let's not give him a platform okay we're deplatforming yeah we're deplatforming he has to go to the pediatrician for an earache anyway listen there's a lot of there's a lot of farmers out there Mm -hmm. and rural Mm -hmm. people with good takes this just happened Mm -hmm to be one of them that didn't you've heard of farmersonly.com yes we also or we're also endorsing not all farmers.com no not all farmers only.com <laughs> backslash fet life <laughs> our guest That's a really program, confusing dating site our guest on the program is a beloved stand-up comic uh, she's also a celebrated actor and voice performer. Uh, you might have heard her on the podcast Chicano Squad. She's also the narrator of the brand new Pixar docuseries Inside Pixar. She's also one of the stars of the hit podcast Bubble, Cristela Alonso. Hi, Cristela. How are you, friend? Hi. Hello. COVID is a hoax. No, no, no. <laughs> There's another baby. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. It's my nephew. He's Latino. He's got his own way of thinking. No, you're okay. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Wow. Yes. You know, let's yes. hear him out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He makes some good points. <laughs> you know, they say the Latinx men went went in much greater proportion for Trump this year, but I did not know that yes. that extended to the babies. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you mean to tell me babies were voting? Yeah. <laughs> ah, he got to me too. <laughs> Shit, stop the steal. Fuck. <laughs> no. Help. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi. God. Hi. Christella, I was uh, admiring on your Instagram. By the way, great Instagram presence. Can can I just say Christella Alonso, great Instagram presence. <laughs> What kind of stuff are we? What kind of stuff are we getting there? All kinds of great stuff. You're a lot. So you know, you got jokes. You got jokes. Uh, you got a lot of like fun. Here's the thing I liked and wanted to ask you about. I wanted to ask you about those fucking dope Kermit tennis shoes that you got. That's right. That's right. Adidas <laughs> is doing a Disney collab, and I saw Kermit the Frog uh, Stan Smith sneakers, and I love it. On the back, they've got these green. Um, these like the green you know tabs in the back that say it's not easy being green. It's mm. to celebrate that Stan Smith the the, the line's going sustainable. Hey, oh. okay. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. I love it. I, I'm a really I love the Muppets. I feel like you know, look, I'm so annoyed that. Disney does everything, but they don't do more with the Muppets. 
You know what I mean? Sure, like let's do more uh, Muppet stuff. They could do more Muppet stuff. Earth to Ned season two. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I well, know. <laughs> Earth to Ned, the puppets on Earth to Ned were not technically Muppets. They were uh, Jim Henson creature shop creations. The Muppets are their own thing. Um, make Earth to Ned Muppets. Yeah, I mean, let's you cowards. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absorb them into the Muppet averse. Uh, yeah. Have Look. some dumb sci fi explanation. It's a portal or something. Portals fix everything. As far as I'm concerned, all you have to do is go in that drawer, get the shrimp, bring him over to the Earth to Ned set. The the streams have crossed. The shrimp is there. I saw the shrimp. The shrimp is there. They could. It's you easy. Know, bring the shrimp over. It's so easy to bring that shrimp. shrimp over. I hate that shrimp. I'm gonna. You don't go like the shrimp. Wow. I don't like okay. the shrimp. What is it about the shrimp that you don't care for? He was my high school bully. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. no, you know, it's this thing where, like, look, we're talking about Earth to Ned making them into Muppets, right? Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm thinking we totally could because I grew up with these Muppets. And all of a sudden, I'm sorry, you're going to bring the shrimp. What's his name? Pepe or something to come yeah. in and like just piggyback on the success of the Muppet caper. Yeah. Muppets take Manhattan. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like. I'm sorry, you can't just come in and join the entourage once the times are good. Where were you at the get-go? <laughs> Where were I'm you sorry? when shit was tough? <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry, but there is no fucking reason why the shrimp gets more airtime than Sam the Eagle when Sam the Eagle has been around since the fucking 70s. Christelle, I have a follow-up question here. Yes. How do you feel about the guy with sunglasses and like short dreadlocks who maybe is like a crawdad or something? Do you know the guy I'm talking about? I know which one you're talking about. And let me tell you what I think of him. I don't know his name. Yeah. yeah. He might be That's a catfish. I, you know, he could be a catfish. Look, I get that they're trying They're trying to add a lot of stuff. And great. That's awesome. You know, look, I can tell you, bring in new, bring in new characters into Sesame Street, right? It's a neighborhood. Sure. People move out and in sure. all the time. It exists. Why not? But like, come on, man. You're going to sh- you're going to tell me. That the shrimp gets more airtime than electric mayhem? Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like the shrimp is a pretty transparent attempt to capitalize on the popularity of celebrity chef Paul Prudhomme. (laughs) Oh, easy. Easy. It's it's like, I get it. Kids love Cajun flavors. Yes. Right. Like. We couldn't even get the rage in Cajun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. You know what? Muppets make Earth to Ned Muppets. And make a James Carville Muppet. <laughs> you cowards. Yes. Mary Madeline, too. Both of them. It's a bipartisan <laughs> couple. She's a Republican. He's a Democrat. And together, things get silly. This mm-hmm. Thursday on CBS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the right turn at left. <laughs> uh, this thing does write itself. I mean, we're, we're writing it here anyway. Guys, I love comedy that writes itself. Yes. Oh, it's the easiest because it doesn't take up time. You can still have a life. It and I hate writers. Give me health insurance. Ooh, oh. I need points. I need points to get my health insurance. Oh, I get paid so well. I have to take crafty home. Yeah. I'm in a guild like I'm a fucking alchemist. Yeah. I put string Ooh. cheeses in my backpack at the end of the week. Ooh, I take six cans of LaCroix home because I don't have water. 
<laughs> oh man, this is really fucking rough at the point where you've got to make it through the weekend with just those six LaCroix and that includes your cooking? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I mean, it was a hell of a season I had. Yeah, <laughs> wild season. <laughs> hell of a season. Hell of a season. Can you imagine having a network show where you have like a Patreon? <laughs> you just had a GoFundMe page for Christella season one. We got a pickup, but... They're telling us that we need $30,000 for the brain surgery. <laughs> hey, you guys, we're $5,000 away from having a Christmas episode. <laughs> so <the> stretch goals. <laughs> 10000 or more, we name, we name you in an episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, Christella, it's coming. <laughs> we're laughing at this. Hey, in five years when that happens, throw this fucking oh, episode back in our face. Dude, five years from now, What's up with that trip, Muppet? Yeah, thank you. Let's revisit again. So you're a you're a Muppet originalist. Yeah, I I am. Okay, I am. I mean, look. You don't like these Muppet amendments. Well, I I am a conservative Muppet <laughs> supporter. I believe in what the founding fathers believed in. You want the Muppets that the founders intended. Uh, you know what's a, a funny Muppet product that maybe doesn't get uh, a lot of love is that one season Muppet sitcom. Uh, it's, oh, the one on ABC. Yeah, the one on ABC. It's really, it's really yes. funny. I watched a couple episodes of it, and I'm like, oh, this is good. Why did everybody hate this into the ground? Anyway, I remember really liking Muppets Tonight. Oh, Muppets Tonight. Yeah, <laughs> Muppets Tonight was great. By the way, can I just say that um, I told a friend of mine that I was doing this podcast and my friend like caught me by surprise and said, hey, so like, what do you guys talk about? Like, what's the theme? And I'm like, oh, it's the classic trap. (laughs) Just say true crime. Just say true crime. (laughs) I was thinking about it. I'm like, and I said, well, we talk about stuff like. Just stuff. I think last time I was on, we talked about Tetris, but Tetris wasn't in the news. (laughs) (laughs) Tetris is in the news again. Um, But I I was, I told you guys before we started recording that I had a question for you guys. Mm. And this is is a very interesting question. So look, I'm going to take, I'm going to take listeners behind the curtain and I'm going to say that I was not scheduled to be on this podcast up until a couple hours ago. And my question is, out of like zero to a hundred percent, how much do you guys think I was readily available for you at all times? <laughs> because that's kind of how I end up doing this podcast. <laughs> do, you think, like, do, you, do you guys think, you know what? You know who doesn't do anything? <laughs> Let's get her. Now, to be fair, we told Brian she might be going for a hike. So wait until she gets back. <laughs> I think what it what it is is like yes. when we have to. So this is not our regular recording day. Again, a peek behind the curtain. Yeah, I know. People yes, love this. I know. That's why they love this. That's why they love yes. your Pixar documentary. Yes, yeah. yes. BTS behind the scenes. BTS, BTS. Uh, behind the scenes, and also the K-pop band. That's why they like them. Yeah, I narrated the <laughs> yes. BTS behind the scenes <laughs> docuseries. <laughs> Was it called BTS BTS? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, so, got it. So you know, so we're 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 recording this episode a little closer to we we just recorded an episode a couple of days ago. And sorry to interrupt you, Jordan. Christella, give me that setup again. Was it called BTS? BTS? <laughs> Was it called BTS? BTS? Yes. Go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> 
worth it. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> worth it. Thank you. Uh, um, Brian, can you edit out the whole part before that? I mean, from right when Christella said, is it called BTS, BTS, back to the beginning of the show? And then just yeah. from after I said Y-E-S to the end of the show, can you edit that out too? Yeah, no problem. Thank Great. You. Thank you, Brian. Go ahead. Um, so, you know, as you alluded to, this show, it's not on a very solid foundation. It's on a teetering <laughs> foundation. Yes, we have. You guys don't even have a web, like you don't even have social media accounts for. No, it. no. <laughs> We're... You guys are winging it so much that you, you, you have nothing. Yeah. Like, like people look you up, and it's just like it's like it. It's kind of like a rave where it's like unless you went, right. you don't know it exactly. ever happened. Yes. Like this is this podcast. This is this podcast. Underneath, if you look in our crawl space, you'll see that the entire foundation of this podcast is built of bricks and mortar and Christella this is earthquake country yeah <laughs> so so you know so so recording two episodes very close to each other is is challenging i mean double challenging in you know covid just because the show kind of the basis is like stuff that happened to us you know yeah. and like and we, when there's just two day, like this is not a true crime podcast. We can't just go out and, and murder someone and then come back and describe it. No. Uh-uh. So, you know, so it's always a little bit challenging to record two episodes really close together like this. And when you do, you just need somebody who's going to fucking knock it out of the park. You just need someone who is funny and game and yes anding and going to bring a great energy. So that's why you call Christella Alonzo. That's yeah. the answer I was looking for. See, yeah. I've been recording all of this. This is my outgoing message for voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. I got that sound bite. Like now, it was all gravy. All gravy. Reliable. Uh, audience yes. loves yes. them. Uh, yes. So yes. we. So this this kind of difficult task of retorting to Jesse Jordan Jesse goes becomes not only easy but a fucking pleasure. Yeah. Let me ask you this question, Jordan. What if yeah. when we started the show? Like, I can't help but notice that Christella said, I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. What if each of us prepared a thing? <laughs> In, well, <laughs> funny you should mention that, because I have some clips from the Pasadena subreddit. <laughs> oh, I've wow. prepared, so I've prepared something. Oh, my. Are you talking about Pasadena.reddit.com? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> or reddit.com slash r slash Pasadena, depending on how you like to type it into your address bar. Um, yeah, I guess, Christelle, I have some news that I am moving out of our neighborhood. Oh! <gasps> I know. I am. Jordan! You know, I've, I've mentioned it on the show a couple weeks ago, but I am I'm oh. moving away from mid-city slash West Hollywood slash whatever you want to call this area. Yeah, I don't know what this area is called. Christelle, he got denied by several landlords, and they just told him, we don't want you to leave Christella. Christella <laughs> needs you. <laughs> I do. I mean, who am I going to share my 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 val pack at the envelopes with? <laughs> I need five dollars off Indian I food. Know. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, hey Jordan, are you dry cleaning this week or not? I need those good. Yeah, I can make it happen. <laughs> Full price at the car wash. What am I, an animal? <laughs> Man, COVID really hit all of us hard. It did. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wow. So you're going? I'm going. It's mainly an air conditioner based move in that I would like to live in a place that has it. Yes. 
and so I've I have chosen I've chosen Pasadena. I love Pasadena. Yeah, tell me what you're because you're you've you've been in LA a long time, and I, I have a hard time describing Pasadena to people. Can you do it? Yeah, Pasadena is um, it's a, it's like an area that really feels like its own uh, nice neighborhood slash suburb where you still have access to cool things, but also. You're in close location to the Rose Bowl, so you can see these bomb ass concerts that no one ever gets to see. You also have these like you also have this um, this kind of really cool life where you can go out in like outdoors, kind of like you can go hike, you can have a view from the outdoors and stuff, but you don't have to pay the same prices as you would in like Malibu and all other areas. To me, Pasadena is a great place to end up at after you've lived for a while and you realize that you can drive anywhere. You don't have to be so fucking close to all the studios and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, preparing myself for a world, you know, when LA traffic kind of comes back where I'm like maybe in my car a little more than I want to be. But, um, but yeah, I, I like the area a lot and I'm, uh, I'm kind of excited to go there. I will be closer to my beloved Verdugo Aquatic Facility. Wow. Well. There you go. But, you know, why not swim at the Rose Bowl, Jordan? Enjoy yourself. They got Olympic-level yeah. facilities there. I'll, I know. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm torn about it. I'll miss my little swim crew that I have. But Can I tell you something, Jordan? I don't think you're going to make it to the fucking Olympics swimming in Burbank. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That's what's holding me back. Whoa. No, 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 no. I believe in you. Thank you. <laughs> No, no, no. I believe in you. Yeah. This guy needs Olympic quality facilities if he wants to compete at a goddamn international level. But and the reality does. is that the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center provides that, and the Burbank, whatever it's called, doesn't. You know, go to Burbank if you want to buy model trains. Yes. Whoa. Yes. And actually, I have done that. <laughs> <laughs> and I. <laughs> I am saying that is top level quality. Yes. Yep. My goal in life is to eventually have a, um, a recreated little uh, model of my hometown with traits. Hey, so, that's cool. Yeah, I know. Hey, hey, huh? Yeah. Who's cool? Who's You're cool? You're cool. But Jordan, I believe you can hit the Olympics. I think you can go to the Olympics because the name of the podcast has jordan go yeah you're right (laughs) you're right at the end of it which means jordan comma go to the olympics yes off the block yeah finally this show has a premise (laughs) yeah my my journey to the olympics (laughs) which will surely happen oh my god this is the new ramona quimbley we've all been looking forward to yep yep (laughs) um I'm surprised you didn't have an air conditioner. Yeah, it's you know it, it's uh, it's it's an old it's an older building, and so you know no air, and the and the the windows are like those big kind of vertically opening windows. So uh, I I have you know one of those portable units, but it uh, uh, barely fucking works. Like it it because the windows can't shut on it. You mentioned Jordan becoming a, a Ramona. I think he can, but while he's still living in, in the mid-city area, I think he's more of a Beezus. <laughs> hey, on a good day, I'm a super fudge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Pita. <laughs> this podcast has everything. It does, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Are you their podcast? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> I think this podcast has so much that it's just like, it's, it's kind of like a volleyball game of references. Right. <laughs> Bump, set, spike. Yeah. <laughs> Bump, set, spike. I was, you know, um, I used to play volleyball in high school. 
And every time I tell people that no one believes me and that's how you know how out of shape people think you are. (laughs) When they they think you've never played sports in your life. It's like, I did, I did. It's like, oh, sure you did, sure you did. Uh, One of my great traumas of middle school was volleyball related. I went to a real (laughs) small middle school. And so there were uh, there were basically two choices. You could be on a sports team or you could do aerobics. And as a 12-year-old boy, my preference was not to do aerobics, you know, mm-hmm. aerobic dancing, the yeah. craze of the mid-1980s. Yes. And so I'm like, I'm going to be on this volleyball team. But uh, the thing was, was that uh, my parents didn't have cars and I couldn't get to the volleyball games because my parents didn't have cars. Like I, I was like, I could hang out at school afterwards if someone can drive me there. And uh, they were like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> uh, so I got kicked out of the volleyball team and for not being able to drive to the games and had to spend my entire middle school doing aerobics. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That ass you have, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that ass, though. I mean, it paid off. Christella, I'll tell you, before we before we started recording, uh, you and I were performing the lyrics of uh, the tag team classic, Whoop There It Is. Yes. And yes. the reason I know every word of Whoop There It Is is because it was one of the songs in the aerobics. Yay. <laughs> that and Cantaloupe by Us Three, I can just do from memory because I did aerobics dances to them you guys seen that commercial where tag team do scoop there it is <laughs> what it's like a, it's an insurance commercial it's one of those like insurance commercials yes. that doesn't have to do with insurance it's just Dico. like yeah yeah it makes sense and it is it's a woman cooking dinner and she's <laughs> like and they're like this insurance is as good as tag team helping you decide what's what you should have for dessert and then they they scoop ice cream and sing scoop there it is and like the family members file in and like kind of gradually start to dance to scoop there it is and i i fucking love it every time it comes up I, I and i'm it. like why do i love this i don't know i'm like is am, am i crazy now or is this just great i don't know i've stopped questioning it but i'm just like so into it i feel like those insurance commercials uh, and there's both Geico ones and imitator Geico ones are both the greatest argument for and against uh, commercial advertisement in general. Sure. They're the greatest argument for in that it is this in- incredible coming together of talent and wild ideas being celebrated. Uh, and they're the greatest argument against because imagine if those people were making art instead of Geico commercials. <laughs> Like, (laughs) the idea that somebody, like, there's something beautiful uh, about the fact that somebody said, what if we got tag team to go scoop, there it is. And then somebody else was like, I'm an insurance company and I'll pay for that (laughs) is great. On the other hand, the the fact it is truly sad that the person who thought of scoop, there it is, uh, at the end was like, yeah, and then at the end, we'll show the name of the insurance company. (laughs) I don't know, man. You know what? To me, it's all art. It's all, yeah. There's another one they have where they have a rat problem, and it turns out to be the 80s band Rat singing Round and Round. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty, I haven't seen that one. That sounds pretty good. Oh, my God. 
I do. They, they're like, we have a rat problem. And the moment I, now that I'm used to it, I'm like, oh my God, please let it be rat. Please let it be rat. R-A-T-T. R-A-T-T. Yes. It's like round and round. Yes, it's rat. I love it. That's art. It speaks to me. We all have, we all love different kinds of art. Some of us like classical music. Some of us love Legos. Some of us love origami. Some of us love, you know, like vintage bongs yeah <laughs> oh, in the 80s they are oh, they can make a bong in the 80s oh, the craftsmanship not like these modern bongs <laughs> some people think i'm snobby i think of myself as a connoisseur i really love quad city djs mm. that's kind of my thing yes i yes. feel like if you're not riding the train what are you doing i don't know, you know? Yeah, exactly. i know i get it i get it I just want to say that when I was in junior high, I know the words to uh, Womp There It Is because I used to uh, write the lyrics out to songs before the internet. <laughs> and I would sell copies of the lyrics to kids for five bucks a pop. Whoa. And, That's yeah, like yeah, yeah, twice yeah. as much as a single. Yeah. Yes. And what they, what these kids didn't, they were so stupid. These fucking that stupid these, kids. These fucking stupid these kids. They had sticks like you wouldn't believe. Yet Yo. they were parched. <laughs> completely I mean, parched. Let me just say, we lived in a field of wells, completely yeah. untapped. Oh, just, yeah. God. You know, you've all been there. Yeah. We've all yeah. been there, right? Hashtag dowser problems. <laughs> <laughs> I used to write these lyrics out and um, it started out because uh, I would learn all these lyrics from watching TV and like and watching MTV and just listening to them and writing them down. And I remember, whoop, there it is. Um, the first lyric is so quick that I remember singing it at lunch in junior high. And this girl was like, how do you know that song? And I was like, I know the words. They're like, oh. Give me the words. I'll pay you for it. And basically wow. she gave me five bucks. But the kids didn't realize, like, hey, dummies, like, why don't you just buy one copy and then make Xerox copies? Wow. Why do I have to give you, wow. like, I, yeah, you business, know what I mean? Like, Business-minded, uh, yeah. Yo, man, I mean, I was a mogul in junior high. <laughs> I mean. I was a mogul. You were, the, you were making the original NFTs. Uh, dude. I was NFT all day long, yeah. son. I mean, you, these you, kids are like, I could never funge this. This <laughs> is Christella's personal handwriting. And it was dumb because it was just me with pencils everywhere. Like, you know, just a mm. no sheet of notebook paper. I swept <laughs> with a Snow's Informer. Fuck. Mm, yeah. Snow's Informer got me so much cool shit. Like, you don't even know. A Walkman? Yeah. What was Snow, what was Snow up to? Was he digging the pom pom? <laughs> just tell me just tell me no or yeah <laughs> there was a time when i could sing the in living color parody of that song sure i mean i think jordan we are both in the demographic that was stronger with the lyrics of the in living color parody than yeah. with <laughs> the lyrics of the original song well, that's because you're you're both magical. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Let's circle back, Jordan. Oh, yeah. Let's circle back to the Pasadena subreddit. So I subscribed for a time to the Los Angeles subreddit, and I found that the content really only fell into uh, two categories. Uh, one category was people who are mad at homeless people for being homeless. And <laughs> one category was people who are mad at pedestrians for not being in cars. Um <laughs> 
so those were I eventually had just had to check out. Like once in a while there would be like I saw something cool at LACMA, and that's what I was there for. Uh, I just went to the Apple Pan, the famous restaurant. That's what I wanted to see. But mostly it was just people getting in fights about homelessness. What's going on in the Pasadena subreddit? So, yeah. So I, you know, I've been kind of like trying to get excited about Pasadena and, you know, and things. So I'm like, well, I'll take a peek at the Pasadena subreddit. And and, and I, and I kind of know that phenomenon you're talking about, Jesse, where looking at the subreddit for something um, could ruin it for you. You know? Yeah. I mean, that happened to me with magnet fishing. We'll get there. Oh. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, but I'm like, you know what? I, 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 I don't know a lot about Pasadena. It's still, I feel like I, you know, I kind of, I kind of jumped into this whole thing, you know, on a feeling I would like to learn more about it. So I'm like, let me you go. You initially on thought you were moving to Pasadena, Texas. <laughs> right. Yes. And uh, I was shocked, shocked to find that it was in California. <laughs> and so I was kind of worried about these things you were talking about, Jesse, because it does, you know, I think there, it does have a bougie contingent. So I have some posts from the Pasadena subreddit. These are like top posts. These are like the yeah. top ones for the day. And yeah. I think it can give you a vibe as to what's going on there. First one. Uh, title, Snacks and Beverages and Cookies and Brownies. Our 10-year-old son had the very kind idea of trying to sell snacks to raise money for the homeless so tomorrow, between 2 and 5, we'll have a table out at Jefferson Park with all sorts of goodies to sell, lemonade, apple juice, baked, uh, home-baked cookies and brownies, chips, and more. Please come down and check us out. It's a beautiful park, and we'd love to see you. Sounds great. I mean, that sounds like a great way to celebrate uh, your community, help someone, and support a young person who's trying to do something good for the world. I think it shows that Jesse lives in a neighborhood of assholes. <laughs> Get on over to Pasadena where people are trying to help the homeless. And, and, and Jordan lives with Care Bears. <laughs> so here's, here's the top post uh, uh, from a, just a few hours ago with 67 upvotes and 44 mm -hmm. comments. Windy enough for you? <laughs> I mean, what was the consensus around that? Yes, yeah, pretty windy. <laughs> Especially for this time of year. <laughs> windy enough Man. for you? And finally, just, just before we taped, I looked at what the top post was. And it is this. Honeysuckle conundrum. <laughs> I know that honeysuckle is in season, but I can't find any! Exclamation point. Anyone know where I could find honeysuckle growing in Pasadena? She is my mistress, and I need to give her hush money. <laughs> the conundrum with the beautiful honeysuckle. Honeysuckle conundrum! I'm sure there's plenty of drama in Pasadena right now, but you have to take into account the fact that the Kids Space Children's Science Museum is closed. Yeah. So that's the main oh, locus of drama oh. in Pasadena, and without yes. Kids Space and its outdoor physics play area... Uh, yes. Where is the drama going to bloom? You're just all it's going to be from from there on out is baked goods and uh, honeysuckles. Honeysuckle. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> also, the posts sound like you live in an Etsy shop. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do you, do you live in Etsy? I might. It's it's just little tortoises made of yarn. <laughs> oh, I love it. And to Jesse's interest, uh, there was mm -hmm. a post about magnet fishing oh wow it says well, let me get it here 
Magnet fishing spots near Pasadena? Me and my friend have recently got super into magnet fishing. We tried to magnet fish in the LA River and felt super sick afterwards. We know. Dumb idea. Anyone have some good spots they recommend? Any large bodies of water that people might drop stuff into? (laughs) (laughs) So, do you think they were eating stuff that they magnet fished out of the LA River? I don't know. I hope not. But basically the only uh, response was, I caught a knife in Whittier Narrows Park in South Rosemead. (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, that's probably what happened in the L.A. River. They caught a knife, they ate it, and it had gone off. Yeah. What, what is magnet fishing? Uh, Jesse, can you explain? Yeah, you get a super magnet, and then you go on a bridge, and you tie the magnet to a rope, and you drop the magnet into the water, and you pull out an old rusty bicycle. <laughs> now, see, this is the shit that I do this podcast for. <laughs> Educational. Like, well, because, you know, because like Jesse, like, look, this is 2021, but Jesse doesn't live in this year. He kind of does, <laughs> but he doesn't. So like, there's always this thing where like, I'll do a podcast and there's like something mentioned and I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's like, oh, you don't know moonshine, like energy drinks. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, 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 like everybody knows about it. By the way, our sponsor it. this week, Moonshine <laughs> Energy Drinks. Go to moonshine.com slash JJ go for 10% off your Full moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Magnet fishing, I hadn't heard. So it's kind of like um, like metal detectors. Yeah, it's a lot like metal detectors, but worse because <laughs> you can't get jewelry. Yeah, it's like... Oh, my like, God! <laughs> jewelry is non-magnetic, generally speaking. So you're really just getting... I mean, if you go into a magnet fishing community, you're primarily going to find, uh, like, is this an old sword? No, that's just something that fell off a building. Have you looked up to see what the biggest get has been? Yeah, it's a rusty bicycle. That's what's so (laughs) wild about magnet fishing. That's the top thing you can get. The best creme de la creme is a rusty bicycle. I don't know. This dude found a knife. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but it had gone off. We already established that. You're right. Wow. Can I tell you guys, since we have started recording this, my mom has sent me six text messages. Ooh. Oh. Anything good? What's going on over there? What's going on on San Jose Avenue? Does she have honeysuckle? (laughs) Yeah, she may. She may. I'll let let the guys on the Pasadena subreddit know that uh, they should hit up your mom for all the good honeysuckle. (laughs) If you've got a honeysuckle conundrum, call Judy. You know. My mom would hit him with a cutting, you know? <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, you need a cutting. My mom's going to hook you up. Yeah. Yo. I mean, yeah. have you seen my background? I love cuttings. Like, yeah. Yeah. You Christella is in a veritable indoor jungle. Yeah. I have a lot of plants. I have mm-hmm. a little um, I have a little porch in my new place that I'm moving into. So I was like, maybe I'm going to do some like outdoor plants. Oh, Ooh. indoor plants are a little tough with a cat because everything kills them. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there is cat friendly plants. Out yeah, there. I do have some cat friendlies that have that have worked out pretty well. Um, Does Bug like to blaze the ganj? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. So maybe get a hydroponic <laughs> set up. She loves to blaze a fatty. Oh my! Does she like vintage bongs? She loves, yeah. Bongs, seventies or earlier. Today's bongs have no soul, right? I know. It's like what happened? They were all made in America. Yeah, they're all three D printed now in fucking uh, you know Taipei and yeah, back when American craftsmen. 
Yeah, you don't have any. You don't have any bongs named Uriah Heat nowadays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what bongs were bongs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get it. <sighs> Sorry, I decided to take a bath. <laughs> it's nice putting some Epsom salts. Soak those joints. Oh. <laughs> Should we all uh, soak our joints and uh, blaze a fat one and uh, come back and take some calls? (laughs) Yeah, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'll tell you something, Jordan, every episode of Jordan, Jesse Go, brought to our audience by our audience. Maximum Fun, a membership-driven organization. You can become a member at MaximumFun.org slash join. This week, we're also brought to you by the good folks at Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon makes amazing, healthy breakfast cereals that do not taste like healthy breakfast cereals. Oh, yeah. Magic Spoon. Uh, really delicious. It tastes like, uh, you know, the stuff you ate on Saturday morning when you're a kid uh, sitting down to watch um, golf with dad <laughs> on Saturday morning, <laughs> nomming down on uh, that sugary cereal. Uh, Magic Spoon does really taste like that stuff, but it doesn't have all the junk that that stuff has. With zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs, and 140 calories in each serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. I'm going to tell you a very real thing, Jordan. Yes. You know, so with these advertisers on our shows, they give us a little taste sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a like a uh, like an unscrupulous street drug dealer, as opposed to the scrupulous ones. Sure. They're known for their scruples. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a little taste to get you hooked, right? So we get a little taste, you know. Uh, they'll, send, they'll send you. They'll send you a mattress. You uh, you lie on it a little bit, you know. Oh, uh, we got, I think they sent us four or five boxes. I can't remember exactly how many of the Magic Spoon. And my family went through them. And uh, just yesterday, I got the mail and there was a big box for Magic Spoon. And I said to my wife, oh, is Magic Spoon sponsoring uh, One Bad Mother? And she's like, no, I, I thought they were fucking great. So I ordered some more. <laughs> she just yeah, bought some. That is, a, that is a real thing in podcasting. You know a product's good when you're using your own promo code. Yeah, <laughs> we totally we totally use the JJ Go promo code. Go to magicspoon.com slash JJ Go to grab some blueberry. Uh, that's one of the uh, favorite flavors now back in stock. Uh, or you know what? You can you can get peanut butter. That's my favorite flavor. You got a favorite, Jordan? Oh, yeah. Peanut butter's great. Love the frosted. They've also got cocoa, fruity, and cinnamon. Uh, tons of great flavors. They are all very tasty. Uh, magicspoon.com slash JJ go grab that blueberry or a custom bundle of cereal to try today and be sure to use promo code JJ go at checkout to save $5 off your order. This offer is good anywhere in the U S or Canada, but only when you use our code at checkout, that code is JJ go magic spoon is so confident in the product. It's backed with a hundred percent happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, 
get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash JJGo and use JJGo as the promo code to save $5. Our thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. We're also brought to you this week by our friends at Ruby Coffee. And when I say our friends at Ruby Coffee... Well, they are actually friends of Maximum Fun and friends of this very program, Jordan, Jesse, Go. Shout out to Jesse over there at uh, Ruby Coffee in central Wisconsin, Nelsonville, Wisconsin, population 191. Basically, this is their deal. They're trying to find these really fancy coffees. These are very, these are complex, dynamic coffees. These are... These are these are the the best of the best. These are like well, we we're friends with every with every donkey that pulls a plow at the at the car. This is the this is the really fancy stuff. But it is also like every single coffee that they sell is designed to be like easy to brew and enjoy. Like just it's just good stuff. It's and it's for everybody. Like that's why these folks live and make it in Wisconsin is because they're not trying to be, uh, uh, you know, they're not trying to be sommeliers in a fancy restaurant in New York City or whatever. They're just trying to make great coffee for regular folks, and and they do an amazing job. Um, they make all the coffee for for maximum fun in our office and for for our hosts. They send it to our hosts. We're very grateful to them for that and everybody everybody here totally loves it you can go to rubycoffeeroasters.com and use the code jjgo to get 20 percent off your first shipment of any subscription or 15 percent off a one-time coffee purchase it's rubycoffeeroasters.com we have had so many max funsters have told us about how they love this coffee um, so many people have been like, what was it? What was that coffee again? Rubycoffeeroasters.com. It's really great. They even have fancy instant coffee that you can like, Oh yeah. It's, you can just put it in your purse. You can put it in your glove box and you're ready to have nice coffee. Yeah. It's easy. It's quick. And it, and it definitely, uh, tastes like something you're, you're, you're paying a ton for, uh, at the local baristery, um, which is, I think what those are called. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ruby Coffee is awesome. Uh, I love it. And hey, we got a real breakfast-themed ad break. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Well, now all I've got to get is an OJ sponsor, am I right? <laughs> sure, yeah. Or Sunny D or Purple Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take any of the three. Sunny D, Purple Stuff, OJ, whatever it yeah. is. And you know what? Yoo-hoo, call us. Chocolate drink. Call us Yoo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> is it good for breakfast? We don't know. <laughs> Instant breakfast? Give it to us. Why not? Sure. We'll take it all. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I am Cristela Alonzo, president of the Encyclopedia Brown fan club. <laughs> Where's that? Where's that reboot? Dude, I've been wanting to do that reboot for years. I love Encyclopedia Brown. Like, that was my jam. I mean, I feel like our friend John Hodgman's show, Dicktown, on FX is... Uh, <laughs> is a sort of like it's a encyclopedia brown reimagining hodgman's character is sort of like 
what if Encyclopedia Brown was grown up and sad? <laughs> I think that's a good take on a yeah, on an old classic. Great direction. Yeah, great direction. yeah, yeah, yeah. But why not also, I don't think that's the only way you could take it. I think you could Riverdale it. Sexy, yeah. You could say, yeah, he's got abs. Encyclopedia Brown's got abs. Mm-hmm. Listen, I just want to do I just want to do a boxcar children where they're all hooked on smack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call me AMC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds gritty. Yeah, it's gonna be really gritty. Yeah, sounds super gritty. Do you think you know who would make a good lead boxcar child? Hmm. Gritty. Right, yes. The hockey mascot. Yeah. I'd love to see that that crazy fucker hooked on smack. Yeah. Train spotting style. Yeah. Fuck somebody for fifteen dollars. Yeah. Come on. Diving into Gritty? a diving into yeah, a toilet absolutely. to get his last balloon. You got it. Uh at the top of the show I mentioned Christella's delightful Instagram presence. I just want to talk about maybe the best thing I've seen. Uh, I, I'm I'm new to Instagram, so I haven't seen sure. a lot. But maybe the best thing I saw was on yours, and it was I think you posted some uh, maybe video or just some stills of uh, Super Mario 3D World, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, great Mario game. He gets the cat suit. We love the cat suit. I love the cat suit. Yes, cat suit fucking rules. I love it. Um, the Encyclopedia su- Brown of Mario suits. Yeah. <laughs> And then under the the photos of Mario, the actor Mario Lopez just replied, "It's a me." <laughs> yeah. And I laughed for uh-huh. nine minutes. <laughs> I know it's hilarious. Like it was a, a tag team insurance ad. Christella knows how to do show business. You know, you make friends with Mario Lopez, you get him to write "It's a me" under a picture a of me. Mario. You know, right now, my current project isn't pitching a show. It's actually trying to get my celebrity crush to notice me. Uh-huh. And we're, we're trying to pull out all the stops on social media. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, you know, let's see how that goes. So that's why that's why the content is so curated into nothingness and abstract, <laughs> makes no sense kind of content. I, you know, picture of Kermit, this, you know, Kermit the Frog sneakers, you know. We should mention that Christella is... Celebrity crushes Sam the Eagle. <laughs> I will take screen time from him. <laughs> yeah, shrimp or no? <laughs> he deserves it. Guys, I actually I tried to do this, and I ended up getting catfished by that catfish Muppet the with the oh. with, with the dreadlocks and the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, turns out it was a real person. In my 20s, I dated Janice from The Electric Mayhem, and that's why I don't date musicians anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Same with me, but Rolf and dogs. We've all dated a couple of Muppets, am I right? Oh, man. We're all dating a couple of Muppets. (laughs) God, I still get chills every time I see a Studebaker. (laughs) Don't take comedians. Too needy. Too furry also. <laughs> and as soon as things are going good, they hibernate. That's true. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't date comics. I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh when something momentous happens to you, like you go on a third date with that shrimp, 
Uh, give us a call, 206-984. That's when you know it's serious. 206-984-4FUN or send us a voice memo at jjgoatmaximumfun.org. Oh, hey, guess what, though? Before our momentous occasions, we Christella, you don't know this about our show, but we're really creative and put a lot of work into the show, which is why it has a lot of segments yeah. on it with names and different ideas. Yes. And so people call into those segments and they oh, let yeah. us know what segment they're calling into because we have so many creative ideas that sometimes we sure. even... My favorite is Iowa weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Iowa weather is a good one. I'm like, whoa. Iowa I'm weather. like, whoa, that's crazy. The like, fans wow. love it. The fans go nuts. <laughs> I know that like these guys are specific. They work hard. Yeah. Well, Brian, go ahead and uh, go ahead and play one of these segment calls here. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Bailey calling from St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm calling in about your, uh, you know, regular segment of you know one star reviews of strip clubs, and I got this one from Queen of Hearts in Fenton, Missouri. It's a one-star review. And it says, I got here at 7.30 p.m. on a Tuesday, and the place looks abandoned. I would figure that, but uh, I don't know. I've never been to a strip club. Enjoy the segment. Love you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's a good segment. That's a really good segment. <laughs> Could veer into upsetting territory very easily, but <laughs> as long as we keep it to, I was surprised it was abandoned on a weekday afternoon. Uh, I think that could be a good segment. Did you see 7.30 p.m.? Oh, is it 7.30 p.m.? Yeah, I mean, that is a disappointing time to find it abandoned. <laughs> the dinner hour? Yeah, right? I don't know if maybe, they, I don't know if they serve dinner at Queen of Hearts. People are just watching Mad Al. Right. <laughs> Shh, we're all watching Mad Al. That's a stripper. Like oh, that's yeah. a, like sexy Mad Al. Right. <laughs> yeah. I could strip to Mad Al. Hey big boy, would you like an A block? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I'm into give it. Give it up for Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. That's a, that'd be fun, a cable news themed strip club. I'm pretty confident there's been four burlesque shows with that theme. Yeah, right. It should be something like, you know, she's on MSNBC, but you can see she's a real fox. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got breaking news. Yeah, <laughs> my pants fell off. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> If you like seniors, it's time for the Don Lemon Party. (laughs) Something, something about stocks. (laughs) They're rising and falling. (laughs) Okay, let's take another call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse Go. This is David from Colorado calling in with a submission for your long-running and beloved segment, Better Names for Small Appliances. A while back, I was showing my wife a feature of our coffee grinder that she didn't know it had. And a few days later, I came down while she was grinding coffee and she says, you know, we've got a really good bean smasher. Thanks. Love the show. Yeah, cool. Yeah. (laughs) I really support that. Call my toaster the bread torturer. (laughs) Man, you know, our old college friend, uh, Matt Dobbs, uh, used to put his wet laundry into the cooker 
and I just loved it every time. What do you mean a cooker? The well, after you after you wash your laundry, you put it into the cooker to dry it out. But like an oven? What do you mean cooker? There's an appliance called a cooker <laughs> in which you cook your wet laundry. It's different names for appliances, Jordan. Yes. Where does your laundry oh, right. go after you wash it? <laughs> cooker now i'm putting this together i was like is it a rice cooker no anyway this sounds like a case for encyclopedia brown (laughs) (laughs) what is the cooker fucking cut to encyclopedia brown doing crunches and figuring this shit out (laughs) (laughs) riverdale style (laughs) it's all they do in fucking riverdale's crunches yeah, sure. I think they solve murders too, and there's ghosts now. I don't know. And people from nine hundred two one zero. People from nine hundred two one zero. I mainly keep up with Riverdale based on what Alex Zalbin tweets about. So oh, those are my good. Yeah, our old friend ones. Alex Zalbin, great guy. Okay, when something momentous happens to you, like your old friend Alex Zalbin from uh, Elephant Larry tweets about Riverdale, give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, or email us a voice memo at jjgoatmaximumfun.org, as has this person. Hey, boys, it's Carl uh, in Michigan, and last week, I'm I'm 35 years old, and last week I was uh, diagnosed with um, autism spectrum disorder, and it's a momentous occasion. There's been so many moments of shame that now I don't have to anymore. Like I managed to get married, but my mother-in-law thinks I'm an asshole. And I guess I still am, but now I have a doctor's note. Thank you so much. I love you. We love you too. You're great. Shout out to neurodiversity. Big up neurodiversity. Big up <laughs> neurodivergence. Shout out to shout out to all my spectrum motherfuckers. Let's do this. <laughs> hey, shout out to marriage, huh? Oh, big shout out to marriage. You know what? I'm gonna blow that shit up. Shout out to love and marriage. Oh sure. my god. Shout out to babies and baby carriages. <laughs> like old blue eyes sang. <laughs> I was gonna say the next <laughs> That's actually that what a great call. Yeah, that is nice. It always feels nice to have a name for something. Yeah, yeah. I know some folks who've been uh, diagnosed a- as autistic as adults, and it is a real game changer to like have to be able to have perspective on it. Figure out, know that like, oh, I just have a different brain. Like, I'm not a bad person. I just have a different type of brain. And uh, so, very happy to everybody who's been able to do that. And you know what? I'll just say this. Uh, you, you, you got a kid out there uh, who uh, seems different, but you can't figure out how? Go ahead and get a neuropsych evaluation, baby. Hit up that neuropsych. <laughs> They'll help you figure out what to do. Smooth out that road ahead. It does seem like this caller's uh, mother-in-law is kind of riding him, though, huh? Oh, fucking uh, mother-in-laws. Oh, my oh, God. Man. You know, my mother-in-law's at my house right now. You mm. know what she's probably doing? Hmm. Uh, telling my wife I'm not good enough for her. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she's going to come after you with the rolling pin. I just know it. Oh, jeez. Hey, another word for mother-in-law, love crusher. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You said I it. love like so many beans. <laughs> love crusher. I know that. <laughs> my mother-in-law crushed my baby carriage, but the baby was not in there. The baby was safe. Oh, good. It was just a bunch of cans like in speed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's like a weird thing that I just always remember. And when I say it, people also remember it. That part in Speed where it looks like they hit a baby carriage, but it's a bunch of cans. Yeah. It's one of those things like, um, what were we, we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, Chris Gaines. Like, why do we remember Chris Gaines anyway? Oh, yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean that seems important even in retrospect. You know what I th- you know what I think of when I'm thinking cans? Hmm. It's got to be my upstairs neighbors the Iversons when I was a kid. They crushed their cans, they saved them under the stairs to bring to the recycling center, uh and it was always troubling cuz they were all Budweiser cans. Ah, uh, too many uh. cans, too many cans. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that do they still have those like big recycling like those big brown like bins that you bring cans to and you they weigh them and you get you know four bucks or something absolutely and a wild thing about recycling centers is and this is true there are two recycling centers in my neighborhood where you bring your recycling and, and get a certain amount of money based on the uh, redemption value or the uh, or, or just by weight A crazy thing that goes down at a recycling center is you get there and you hear all this crashing sound of glass. And you think that it's because they're like crushing the glass to turn it into molten glass, whatever, whatever. But it's because glass is obviously, you know, bottles are obviously denser when they've been crushed, right? Like a a pile of bottles that's that's been crushed is smaller than the same number of bottles that haven't been crushed. But people get confused and they think that means that their glass bottles are heavier when they've been crushed. They are heavier, they're denser, they're heavier relative to their size, but they obviously don't become heavier upon having been crushed. But people will crush all of the glass bottles that they have before they weigh their glass bottles. And so when you cruise past the recycling center, there are just like three people with a, you know, a, a, a back of a car or a shopping cart or whatever full of glass bottles, just crushing all their glass bottles there at the recycling center before they get weighed. It is fucking wild. Wow. Sounds like maybe it'd be kind of like, you know, good for like getting out the rage a little bit. Totally. That is like, they, they should charge 20 bucks an hour just to throw glass bottles into the yeah, right. Like those rage rooms where you can go hit a microwave with a hammer. Yeah. Exactly. How is that not a TV show? It should be. Like you bring in people with anger issues mm-hmm. and you have them smash glass and whoever smashes the most wins. Christella, I think this is your pitch. I mean, I think this is the thing that's going to get you back on network TV. Oh, man. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Christella, you're known the world over. I mean, certainly in the United States, but the world over as the rageaholic comic. You know oh, what right. I mean? All like, the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. You're up there with that vein, that famous vein popping out of your forehead. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Like right. I don't smash watermelons. I j- the vein just pops every night mm-hmm. and just yeah. Fills people with like rage. Can I just say, you don't smash watermelons, you smash hypocrites and phonies. Right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Not to mention those clowns in Congress. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody's safe from the vein. <laughs> Stella, the vein, Alonzo. <laughs> the vein's out, baby. Oh, man. Can I, I want to be a comic and a wrestler with that name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can do both. Yes, yes. Stand-up wrestling. That's what we need. Shit, that actually might be a great idea. Stand-up wrestling. Veins out, insane's out. Yes. <laughs> Stella's famous catchphrase. It's a two-tag minimum. Fucking up these fucking phonies. (laughs) Hypocrites. Hate hypocrites, too. If you don't want to do the two-tag minimum, you can just get a thing of chicken fingers. Yeah. (laughs) Either way. They, like, don't tell you that up there, but, like, it's fine. That counts. You don't have to get, yeah. It's okay to get the chicken fingers. Or a Caesar. Caesar salad. Caesar salad. Yeah, that's good. Nachos to share. Nachos or to not. Share. <laughs> Jordan! Jordan, you're being naughty again. I'm bad. It's my cheat day. Jordan. I earned it. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jordan. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, of course, you have been thanking folks who pre-order your graphic novel, Bubble, from independent bookstores. What are the bookstores from which people have ordered the book this week? Uh, We got some orders from Quail Ridge Books in Raleigh, North Carolina, Curious Iguana Books in Frederick, Maryland. Bookstores are such dorky names. Every bookstore. (laughs) Skyler or Schuler books in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan, Minnesota. There's a Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, that one's pretty cool. That's a cool name. That is a cool name. Uh, Powell's in Portland. We've got a couple orders from Powell's. Powell's is doing great in this. Um, Other Worlds Games and Comics, also in Portland. A lot of great orders from Moon Palace Books in Minneapolis. Moon Palace coming out very strong. Um uh, definitely could take it all. Yeah. Uh, book Warehouse in Vancouver, Eagle Eye Books, Atlanta, uh, Kathy's Half Price Books in Haverton, PA. Dude, Kathy rules. Yeah, Kathy sounds cool. Kathy's dropping fucking huge discounts. Huge on half books. price books. Uh, books Inc. in Palo Alto, which claims to be the West's oldest independent bookstore. So that's great. Well, it's got a fun pun, too. Do you get it? I don't think. Oh. Books Inc. I do. I get it now. That is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Book Loft in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Perfect mm-hmm. Books in Ottawa, Canada. Split Rock Books in Cold Springs, New York. Rediscovered Books in Boise, Idaho. Intergalactic Imports in Monterey, California. Science Fiction. Oh, <laughs> well, here's <laughs> here's a Swedish word. Science Fiction Bokenhaden in Gothenburg, Sweden. Yeah, fuck yeah. I love fucking science fiction Gothenhaden. <laughs> Jordan, subcontest. So you got this contest. Who's going to order the most copies of pre-order the most copies of Bubble in an in a independent bookstore? What what Northern European country is going to order the most copies of Bubble? That's the the other one. Come on, like Sweden's up one Come to on, nothing. Come on, Sweden. What do you got, Finland? Where you at on this shit? Bookmark in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Third House Books in Gainesville, Florida. Daydream Comics in Iowa City, Iowa. Astoria Bookshop in New York. Uh, really strong. This could, Astoria Bookshop could take yeah. it. Uh, yeah, Queens. Yeah. Queens, that's where it's at. Run DMC. 
Mysterious Galaxy in San Diego. Books are magic in Brooklyn. Also very strong. Surprise, surprise. Um, yeah. People are just going there because they think they're going to see Hodgman. <laughs> they might. The book Seller, C-E-L-L-A-R, another fun pun in Chicago. Mm. Uh, Lido Village Books in Newport Beach. Um, afterwards, Tavern and Shelves in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Rainy Day Books in Kansas, Missouri. Uh, Imprint Bookstore in Port Townsend, Washington. Elliott Bay Books in Seattle. Uh, and Lion's Tooth in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh yeah so far the uh the leaders in this thing are um astoria bookshop and changing hands bookstore in phoenix arizona uh yeah that's those are the those are the shops to beat at this point i'd like to hear i'd like to hear copenhagen come through where are the danes on this the winner i will get to on my own dime and sign some books so yes force me to fly to sweden Man, one time I flew to Sweden. It was great. Sweden's awesome. Right. You look forward to okay. it. I say, I say we do it. Let's just go do a show in Sweden. Sure. People want sure. that. Sure. Right? Yeah, of course they want that. Uh, anyway, pre-order bubble, you you punks. Yeah. Look, Jordan and Sarah Morgan worked so hard on this book. All these are these artists and colorists and shit. They worked hard on this fucking book. What? Here's the thing: if you pre-order it, when it comes, you get to read and enjoy it. We're, we got skin in the game here too. We're giving up a little something. Jordan wrote a whole goddamn book for you. Yeah, gosh darn it. The least you could do is pre-order it. Yeah, go ahead and pre-order it. Yeah, so if you pre-order, uh, you can you can get at me on social media or jjgo at MaximumFun.org. Let us know where you pre-ordered, and uh, we'll shout them out on the show. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we host After Game Show, a podcast where listeners submit games and we play them regardless of quality with a dozen listeners from around the world. We've had folks call in from as far as Sweden, South Africa, and the Philippines. Here's an example. Uh, Yesterdog, where players must sing a Beatles song but throw in the word dog and dog-related terms. Like, do you have an example, Manolo? Yeah. Hey, dog. Dog, 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 bone. Oh, okay. Dr. Game Show has new episodes every other Wednesday on Maximum Fun. Check us out. Check us out. Nice. Well, hello. I'm Renee Colvert. Hi, I'm Alexis Preston, and we are the host of Can I Pet Your Dog? And we got breaking news. We got an expose. It all the beans have been spilled via an Apple podcast review that said this show isn't well researched. <gasps> well, yeah, no duh. Of course it's not. Not since the day we started has it been well-researched. Guessing and anthropomorphizing dogs is what we do. The Can I Pet Your Dog promise is that we will never do more than 10 seconds of research before telling you excitedly about any dog we see. I'm going to come at you with top 10 enthusiasm, minimal facts. We're here for a good time, not an educated time. So if you love dogs and you don't love research, well, <laughs> you know what? Come on in to Can I Pet Your Dog podcast every Tuesday on Maximum Fun Network. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Crystal Alonzo, Casey Kasem's half-sister. I recommend my fav- my new favorite baseball player is Nobuyuki Kagawa. I recommend everybody Google Nobuyuki Kagawa and check out this guy. <laughs> Shaped like a barrel playing baseball. Pretty darn good, too. 
Love him. Daiye Hawks. Nobuyuki Kagawa. Highly recommended. I'd like to sh- close the show with a recommendation. It's called The Outshot. <laughs> right. Uh, Jesse, wrong podcast. Oh, no. Uh, wrong podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> we got to start over yeah, we, from the beginning do. now. That's the rule. That is the rule. That's the rule. That's the rule. Oh, geez. Uh, Christella, there are some things that you're involved with that our listeners yes. should check out. Uh, let's hear a little bit more about this Pixar thing, huh? Pixar thing, awesome. It's uh, five episodes. It's uh, available on Disney+. Plus. It's called Inside Pixar. And basically, we get to find out, I get to talk to animators and figure out like how the movies are made. It's fantastic. I love animation, but man, they break it down. The way that they explain it, you realize what you love about Pixar is that you realize that as a kid, you know, when I was a kid, people always told me I had to grow up. You know, it's like eventually you'll grow out of the things you love and blah, 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 blah. And you see the animators at Pixar and you realize that's so not true. It's all bullshit when they tell you that. (laughs) When you become become an adult, you just become better at the thing you wanted to be as a kid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it it was amazing. Like, I really, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, I loved it. Me working, when I get to work with Pixar, it's always like one of the best things I've like I've done. I love it. They have really good food up there in Emeryville. I had lunch there one time. It was killer. Yeah. They'll just give you as much fucking tasty lunch as you want, Jordan. Get up there to Emeryville. They got people cooking the lunch, you know what I mean? Cool. It's like a car like a like a carving station. Oh god, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh yes. you can ask them to trim off a little extra fat or ask them to trim in a little extra fat. That's my preference. Yeah, I add fat. I always add extra fat to my little fat. I know, like you know what? He trimmed it. Can I have his fat? (laughs) I'd love his fat. I always say I'll take some roast beef with all the trimmings. Wink, 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 wink. And then I wink, 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 wink. The weird thing is, is when you say it out loud. Yeah, you shouldn't say wink, 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 wink. And then he blinks rapidly. Well, a lot of times while they're trimming, they're they're showing off by doing it with their eyes closed. So I want to make sure that they can hear what's going on. Wink, 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 wink. Fucking, these guys really are show-offs, Jordan. That's the other thing. These fucking guys are show-offs. A bunch of fucking phonies. These roast beef trimmers. <laughs> yeah, these <laughs> boys. Oh, my God. I guess you guys saw my new hour. It's all about the roast beef trimmers. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really solid hour. Fucking, I admit it. I'm just copping lines from your new hour. Jeez. Oh, man. I felt I like I kind of put my own spin on it, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I shouldn't, no, no. I shouldn't steal premises it. like that, even if my punchlines are a little different, you know, no, and that mine no. didn't have any punchlines. That is different. Yeah, I'm doing that now. <laughs> Just saying stuff that came into my head instead of forming it into jokes. Let's just do setups. Hey, how about I just say the name of more Japanese baseball players? <laughs> Why not? Let's do this. That's a show. Fuck it. At the end, I tell you a little about a murder. It's a fucking hit show now. <laughs> but just a little bit. Not just too much about the murder. Just a little bit of moita. <laughs> well, Christelle Alonso, it is always a joy to have you on the program. We thank you so profoundly. And you know what? Your plants thank you. Mm. 
they love you. you. They love oh, you. you know, I'm talking to your plants right now. They sent me a message to tell you. It's, oh. we love you, Mommy. Oh, oh that's all I ever want. Yeah. I just want I know. So, you know, they don't, you know, they don't always say it because they're teenagers. And you know how teenagers know. are just locking themselves in their room, listening to the radio. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're crystal sets. I just, I love them so much. I love them so much. There's that one moment where there's no like other plants around and they just reach out and for a second they hold your hand and that's when you know. Those are the little things. The little things. Sometimes yeah. when when I when I give them something to drink, they just slurp it up so quick, and I'm like, "That's right." Yeah. They'll always be mommy's <laughs> little seedlings. I know. I know. All of my plants are called Audrey too, by the way. <laughs> oh, <Nice>. good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you found the perfect plant name, why fuck with it? You know. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, why am I gonna try? It's already there. We're on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris at Jesse Thorne. We're on Reddit at Pasadena.reddit.com. <laughs> uh, our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. Jordan's cat is Bug. I'm on Goodreads, too. I'm on Goodreads. Check me out on Goodreads. Check out Jordan on Goodreads. Jordan does a lot of reading. I mean, that's half of Jordan's Instagram is just books he read. Yeah. If you want to know what cool novels Jordan's reading, check out Goodreads. I don't have shit to put on Instagram, so it's just going to be some photos of books. It's books. It's the cat. Hmm. Do I have the best Instagram? <laughs> I guess I do. People, people want hot wrecks for books to read. I don't have Mario Lopez commenting yet. Oh, I, I'm going to work on that. But, you know, Jordan, you're going to have a hot wreck summer, and that's okay. <laughs> oh, I was hoping it was going to be a white boy summer. <laughs> Chet Hayes changed his tune. <laughs> He's all about reading, because if you read enough, you get a free personal pan pizza. Right. Oh, always, always. <laughs> Do you think, because obviously we're recording this episode a little bit in advance. Do you think by the time this comes out, people will have forgotten about white boy summer, or will it be even bigger? Uh, I mean, my prediction is even bigger because somebody had to speak up against plaid. And in my opinion, in my opinion, in my opinion, the only way to speak up against plaid is in patois. That's like, it's a natural fit to do a fake Jamaican voice while talking about how people have to give up plaid. Did he do that? (laughs) He did. He did. He gave the rules of White Boy Summer. Honestly, his rules were great. His rules were no more plaid. Leave that on uh, the picnic table. He was probably talking about gingham, to be frank. But he said, no more plaid. Leave that that on the dining room table. He said, no Sperry Topsiders. Get yourself some, uh, I believe he recommended Vans or Converse. Um, again, I think that's pretty rock solid advice coming from Chet Hayes. Uh, and then just as he just as he was about to sign out, he remembers and he goes, "Oh, and no calling girls smoke shows." <laughs> I was like, "This is all great advice. This is rock solid advice, Chet Hayes. I'm not against any of this, except for the Jamaican voice. It, no, that's the only part." The part where you say ponder replay or whatever is the only part I'm against here. Wow. Well, I mean, I think uh, what we can all agree to is that white boy summer is a complex issue. Yeah. 
That's true. <laughs> We're not going to solve it here. We're not going to solve it, but we can all agree that it is multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is. It is. I'm, you know what I'm celebrating? Intersectional hmm. boy summer. Hey, that's oh. nice. Yeah. I'm having a hot girl bummer. Why <laughs> <laughs> the episode title? <laughs> Mark it. Mark it down. Man, in the closing in. seconds, the episode title gets in there. You came in at the last second like you were Chet Hayes saying, oh, at yeah, the... no more calling girls smoke shows. <laughs> at the buzzer. we'll talk to you next time on jordan jesse go (laughs) maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned audience supported